Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. We have a, a rare treat today where it's an interview that we did with Lou Ferrigno from this morning that we had to share with you. It was really, uh, really good. Talked about a lot of cool stuff with him. Uh, Lou Ferrigno, of course, the Incredible Hulk for one, but Mr. Universe and Mr. America, very accomplished guy. So he came in with us this morning. We figured you guys would be uh, would, would, would like this. He was very funny and uh, talked about a lot of cool things. So here he is, Lou Ferrigno, uh, as it went this morning with us uh, on our other radio show. Here you go. Thank you. It, it's about time I'm here in Long Island. <laughs> I never spent time in Long Island. This is no. from Brooklyn. How are you still so big? God bless. <laughs> God. <The> man, <laughs> I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Thanks for busting your ass for 54 years. Yeah, huh? That's right. So I'm doing it now. I'm trying to... I make changes and I'm. It's a lot of work. Trying. It's a yeah. I'm I'm at the gym three days why a week doing cardio. Try, another three days. Try, why are you trying? I'm doing good. I'm <laughs> doing. I saw where you were going with that. Ah, I'm yes. doing, but I tell you what, man, it takes a long time. <laughs> look, it, look, I know. Dude, let's just mention. Lou just picked up a regular Poland string bottle that we all pick up. It looks like. Just a little thimble in your head. You have huge. Look at the size of Lou's head. Oh my God. Yeah. They're gigantic. Big paws. Yeah. How tall? Tall are you? I'm six four and a half. Six four and yeah. a half. Uh -huh. And when you were, say, you know, at the Hulk stage of your career, how much did you weigh at that well, time? Or Hulk, was it was not about, a big. At the Hulk, I was about two hundred eighty pounds. When I came back to competition in nineteen ninety two again after seventeen years, mm. I was three hundred twenty five pounds to two percent body fat. The, <laughs> How do the, you do that? The diet part of the whole thing. That's the hardest part. Yeah. That's, that's, it's brutal. You sit on the couch, you feel like a zombie, you're eating like a high-protein, low-carbohydrate diet, and between you train twice a day, the posing, the training. It's mm. a full-time job. If I eat another tough. piece of grilled chicken, I'm going to lose my mind. I don't blame you. It sucks. <laughs> I don't blame you at all. I'm eating... I mean, chicken I'm, comes out of your the, ear. I'm eating for breakfast. Like, these guys see me. They yep. look at me like it's disgusting. I'm eating egg whites with chopped meat over a little bit of oatmeal to get some carbohydrates in my... Yeah, it sucks. Sometimes when I go to the buffet, I tell the chef, egg white with tomatoes and sliced white cheese. They deliver the egg. It's not egg white. I have right. to go back again for the second time. Right. And they, they messed up again. Then the third time, I said, listen, read my lips. Four <laughs> egg white with tomato. No, no. Right. Yeah. But Came you're from. a big dude. Like, I eat four egg whites. I'm starving when I'm done. They can't be. You can't I used to eat a lot. I don't eat as much now. No? Yeah, just to maintain what I have. Jesus. Do you ever get mad at someone like that and say, like, I'm going to throw you through the wall if you don't get it right? I like to. <laughs> I know, but... Everybody must love it when you say that to them. No, right? that is. You can see the, the frying pan kind of shake it. <laughs> okay. Incredible. That's got to kill me. But that's got to be cool to be such an intimidating figure, knowing that you're probably the nicest guy there is. Yeah. But they don't know, and they just see this big monster of a dude. Like, if I don't get this guy's egg water, he's going to kick my <laughs> ass. Especially if I don't smile. Right, 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 right. Like 5, 30, 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. All right. right. You get the progress today, a lot of these uh, chefs, I mean, they, uh, they, uh, they don't speak the language. Right. Because uh, Spanish is becoming the second language here in the United States. So you have to learn to get along, understand the language. I'm just I'm, guessing they speak the language of 26-inch arms. I'm, I'm just guessing that can get a message across pretty quickly. Exactly. Get my eggs right. <laughs> yeah. Right. When you were uh, playing The Incredible Hulk on television, you were, how do they cover you in green? 
I mean, was that was that something that was easy to get off, or were you like green the whole day, yes. the whole week you were the shooting like plot, that? Kind the biggest plots it took about uh, three and a half hours to put on because at the, at the, on the face they put like forehead appliance and a nose piece. Yeah, and then they grease it down with grease makeup. The bake the uh, the body they use pancake makeup. Pancake makeup on yeah. your whole body? Yeah, like four coats. Then you had the wigs, <laughs> the eyes, and teeth. Sometimes I arrive on the set maybe like 3.30, 4 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. The one time I was on the set, I, at the time I was eating a 12-egg omelet. Okay. okay so I'm inside the motorhome, and the catering truck came to me. They said, listen, we're going to leave in 10 minutes. We'll make your breakfast now because we have to go to a different location. I said, sure. So they made a 12-egg omelet. I'm sitting there in the wow. mountains alone with my uh, makeup person. So they put the omelet, I had to leave it on the, on the motorhome outside on the step and let it cool down. So 15 minutes later, I told the makeup person to retrieve my omelet. We opened the door, the omelet was gone, the coyote ate my breakfast. Oh. <laughs> and I'm sitting in this motorhome getting made up, no breakfast, no food. 5 o'clock in the morning, and you wonder why I was so pissed. I tell you what, I thought that story was going to end, so I ate the coyote. <laughs> <laughs> coyote ate my omelet, I wanted my omelet, I just ate the goddamn coyote, and that was the end of it. Do you, do you mind people, uh, do they ever come up to you and say, Hulk, how are you? Do no, they do that? it's the rest of my life. I could do Tank Gone with the Wind film. Everybody still really? loves yeah. me as the Hulk. It's a beautiful yeah. a, a, a character because when I began the series, at the time, Captain America and Spider-Man failed, so the Hulk was like the pioneer. Hmm. And if it wasn't for the Hulk, you wouldn't see the superheroes today. Too, because when I started, we only had Channel 4, 2, and 7. That's right. Network. Mm -hmm. That's right. They were like one of the biggest chance. Yeah, Incredible Hulk was a big TV show at the time. great. Every country in the world embraced the character. Was Lou Ferrigno the nice guy on the set and Bill Bixby the a-hole? Or even though the characters were flipped that way, you know, you were the mad character, obviously. Was Bill Bixby a nice guy? What was great he guy. like? Bill great was guy. Bill great guy. He was my mentor. He was like a second father. And especially wow. he was a wonderful actor, producer, and director. Yeah, and that was his fifth series, The Hulk, mm. at the time. Yeah. Wow. So you were doing I thought you were just going to take your shirt off and flex. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you were doing the bodybuilding oh, thing. Yeah. How did it end up? with you into acting? Did somebody find you at a competition no, knowing that the Hulk was the about movie, to become? Uh, the docudrama, documentary with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. So then uh, at the time they were casting for the Hulk. I was trained for the 1977 Mr. Olympia. So I received a phone call to have the audition. I said, oh, God, this is fantastic because I've, I, I always wanted to play the Hulk. So I went down for the screen test. I was hired immediately. Oh, that's awesome. Because they had to reshoot the pilot because at the time they had an actor named Richard Keel who played George and James Bond, he didn't fit the part. Uh. So I went down for the screen test, and 24 hours later, I'm looking in the mirror with the eyes and the teeth. I said, <laughs> what am I doing here? I'll tell you and what you're doing. You're getting, you're getting paid. That's, That's what you're right. doing. Yeah, I mean, but, that had to be... But I was, I was like a prisoner, like 12 to 14 hours a day in the motorhome because I couldn't have lunch on the, with, with the crew on the set because of the makeup. I had a tendency, I had to be in the bathroom, my arm outstretched in the motorhome oh. in front of an air conditioner. Oh, my God. Really? Oh, yeah. You couldn't sweat with the makeup? Oh, yes. They had to retouch me all day long. Oh. It was very uncomfortable. Did they? Did you actually clean it off at night and then the next morning do it again? Or did, did you yes, stay in Yes, I was the first the one on the set, and then I was the last person to leave. They built a green shower in my motorhome. I had two makeup guys with, with, with like a, a three-foot brush. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like some kind of a cow. No, right. Thing. No. How many, it's, years, it's how many years did it last for? It was about four the seasons. What, four how many seasons years did it last uh, for? Five years. I've done 90 episodes. 90, It huh? was a lot of fun. because it's a lot of hours. It's a beautiful oh camp. God. Every story had a laser compelling message about yeah. life, about anxiety, about depression. Right. Every episode you learn something. Mm. <clears throat> what right. happened after that, though? Okay, so this ends. So now you're a bodybuilder. This part falls from heaven 
lands in your lap. I'm not saying you didn't earn it. Lands in your lap. Like, this is it. Now the show ends. Right. You're a bodybuilder. What now? Well, I've done five TV series. No, like, when that immediate end, when that show ends, right? Okay. So now you're saying, okay, the show that with this, this part right. that was just a gift okay. for me, now it's over. Like, did you get nervous? Like, what do I do now? Or were you just confident, financially stable, and every whatever happened? I, happened? I was never at the time financially stable because immediately afterwards I did the movie Hercules. Oh, right, 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 right. I forgot about that. And then I did another TV series called Trauma Center. Okay. Everybody had the impression when I began the show, I was the guy in the green makeup, and that was going to mm. be his career took the five years. Right. But I was able to take the hope, make it successful in my acting career because of my drive and everything, because of my physicality. So I had both the bodybuilding and the movie business and the TV. And then eventually I ended up doing the competition I mentioned mm -hmm. that did King of Queens uh, the fight. That yeah, King remember. of Queens was a good run. Great show. That's awesome. Yeah, My favorite. You had fun. That had the movie been. I Love You, Man. Yeah. Oh, we were watching that before. When you when you choked out, was it Jason Siegel? Yeah, Very don't fight it. Don't fight it. <laughs> <laughs> don't fight it. Right, that was the lie. Who had a better body when you were younger, you or Arnold Schwarzenegger? Is there a technical way to look at you guys and compare the bodies and say well, which one it, is better? it's almost similar. Are they because similar? Because only two bodybuilders over six feet tall. I mean, Arnold's my idol. He's like six and a half years older than me. Mm. So you want to compete with your idol because he, he opened a lot of doors. So basically, two of us, we put bodybuilding on the map. And today, it's still the two of us. Right. Mm. Yeah. Right. You have the better body now than Arnold, or right. you both keeping in shape? What do you think? <laughs> yeah, tell him no. <laughs> I dare you. Thank you, Lou, for being here. It's really cool. You're you know, have a guy who was the Incredible Hulk at one time in the studio, but also Mr. Universe and all these things. We're just talking to him about all the people you train. Do you have to... Lou, trained Chuck Norris in the past, or you still do? No, I trained Chuck Norris in the past. I trained uh, Randy Travis, uh, Mickey Rook, Michael Jackson, on and off for yeah. 20 years. Just Chuck Norris, does he need to be pushed? He hits me as Chuck a guy was, who you Chuck don't have to... Chuck was my favorite student, client, because everything I told Chuck, he did it. Oh. I said four more repetitions he did it because he wanted to get, uh, be, look in better shape for the film. So he came right. to me about 20 years ago. And uh, as a matter of fact, you know, Chuck is a phenomenal. He's like a seventh-degree black belt karate. Oh. But when I trained him, he was able to kick higher. And and, uh, and he had more strength. But I was like the oh. different kicks. So I learned a lot from Chuck watching and training him because, you know, martial arts and bodybuilding, all these different sports, they all collaborate. Mm, mm. And so Michael Jackson, over 20 years you trained Michael Jackson. I don't know, yeah. And you said it was a secret? I mean, I... Yeah, he, he, I, he wanted to keep it quiet because I trained Michael for the history tour. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we had a break, and then I trained him again for the last one. Unfortunately, he passed on. But he's such an iconic person. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Sometimes I spent a couple of days with him at the, at the Neverland Ranch. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and that was fun because he had all these different animals. But he was a generous person. Did you hang out with that baboon? Whatever it was, the yeah. bubbles? <laughs> oh, bubbles snake. and shit. He's got snakes, though? Yeah, I don't trust people with snakes. I know. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> you're an but incredible Hulk. You have, to, you have to not be I afraid don't of like snakes. <laughs> I do not like snakes. So when you're around, walking around Neverland, are you thinking this guy is whacked? Or are you thinking this guy is um, troubled? Like, what do you, like, when you're spending no, that kind of... funny that Michael took me and he had a Cadillac. He drove me around. Michael's a regular guy. Michael's not hmm. who you think he was because of his persona. Right. Uh, when he's out in the world, he's going to have all these uh, bodyguards. Mm -hmm. And he's such a huge icon. But uh, a Neverland Ranch with a few people, he was himself. He was like a young kid, very smart, and they're very talented. He seemed tortured. Very. 
Yeah, mm. because people would joke with him. I mean, he's great with kids. Right. And uh, I had a great time with him. I spent a lot of time. He, had, he spent time with my family. I mean, I had nothing. Mm. Uh, you have children? Yeah. Did you have Michael around your children? Well, the first night he came over, my daughter was hiding under the bed. Okay. Because you guys scared because he came over with a mask on and the gloves. Oh, right. so that's just Michael's 11 o'clock at night. Nobody, even my dog don't even know you're here. Right. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I will keep my mask on. <laughs> yeah. So he wouldn't take the mask off. He was afraid no, of the germs, I didn't right? No, take the damn mask off. It's 11 o'clock at night. Right. Nobody knows you're here. Did, so you didn't think, so you were comfortable. You don't believe all the stories about no. him. You don't. No. You never got that feeling like no, something no, was Michael, not right. No. Do you not if, if want to? If I did to? have that feeling, I wouldn't be with him. But you got to remember, a person in that position, everybody wants a piece of him. Right. That's sometimes you have jealous people, they want to take a crack at him, a strike at him. Mm. And that happened with successful people. That's why you always get the impression sometimes celebrities, they have the reputation. Sometimes it could be the fan. It could be people. So it, it's tough to be in the limelight. He's mm. bigger than, you know... <laughs> It's funny, you know, years and years ago, obviously, um, John Lennon, during the, when, during the Beatles' heyday, had said something in an interview, and he said, you know, at one point, referring to the Beatles, we were bigger than Jesus. Yeah. And he took a lot, and then radio stations started breaking Beatles records all over the place, we're not going to play them anymore. And I said to Raj, some reason he came up in conversation when we were off the air yesterday, and I said, you know, at some point, I honestly think Michael Jackson may have been bigger than Jesus. Like, he was the most popular thing he was. On the planet. Like I said before, he's more famous than Mickey Mouse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, those characters. I remember when I trained Michael when he came to my house, I had to work so hard to keep his privacy because one time when he came to the house the second time, my neighbor down the street came in the house. She didn't know she stole Michael Jackson. She didn't say anything. She went back home. She fainted. <laughs> and I had to go call her husband. <laughs> he was a comedian. a comedian at the time. His name was like Bobby Collins. Oh, Bobby, Bobby Collins? Yeah, yeah. yeah, great guy. He's my neighbor. Oh, said, what a nice Please guy. don't say anything about Michael because uh, I had to guard his privacy. It was tough. Open the electronic gates by 10 yeah. o'clock at night, come with the SUV, bodyguard. It was oh, tough. so he can't even train during the regular day. He's got to no. do it at night. No, he, couldn't go, he could not go anywhere. That's brutal. I yeah. can't believe you kept that a secret for as long as you did. Yeah. I mean, you didn't tell anybody? No. You know? And nobody found out, coincidentally, like that, that neighbor didn't tell anybody about Colin's wife. She didn't go tell her friend right away. She yeah, we it. kept it quiet. Yeah. Now, let's be That's honest. amazing. Let's be honest here. You charge Michael a little bit more than anybody else. Of course. Else. <laughs> of course. <laughs> 10 o'clock at night, I'm taking time away from my family. Right, 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 right. But, but Michael had a problem sleeping, but he'd like to train late in the evening because, uh, you know, he had a boys coach, he had to do the rehearsal. Wow. But he was a genuine person. Just... I had a great time. You got to remember one thing. I admired his passion for fitness, for music. Right. You know, my passion for fitness. And we both had similar fathers. Okay. Bad, push, 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 push. Exactly. So we right. kind of like share a childhood memory. Wow. Is it true that you can't really hear music or that you don't? I was born with a 75, 80% hearing loss. Right. Sometimes tone deaf. Okay. So I've worn hearing aids most of my life. I had surgery years ago, but apparently music taught for me. It is. That's what made me who I am today. What do you because mean? That's negative to positive. Okay. So I got taken away some of my hearing, but I made up for that. Mm. Bodybuilding and my drive being a successful actor. Wow. Yeah, yeah in other ways. You know, we were talking about Michael Jackson being uh, so big around the world. As Lou Ferrigno, do you have places outside the United States? Do you have a place where, like, you are just, you walk through the streets and people go crazy? Is there a certain countries where you're bigger than others, like really big than others? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like South America, Canada's huge, England's huge, all over Europe, yes. Are you big in Japan? You're a big man in Japan. Like, if you go to yeah. Japan, I, mean, I, I can't, can't even imagine. Yeah. People mm -hmm. must just 
you know. They do, because you know, Japanese people are just small. Right, right, right exactly. You must to them, cool. you're like Godzilla. They got <laughs> <laughs> I won't go that far. <laughs> wow, very uh, cool. You throw on a dragon head, you could take over that country. Didn't you love Godzilla? When I was young, I had to watch Godzilla uh, yeah. all the time. Mm -hmm. So you had a lot of titles. Is there a title for, how old are you now, 60 what? 66. 66. Is there any sort of bodybuilding title for your age group? Or is oh, yeah, we have the, we have the matchless competition. We have the NPC. We have also the matchless, uh, the different, different divisions. You, mm -hmm. you can compete 50, 60, and 70. It's great today because now with, with bodybuilding and fitness, men and women competing. You have the, you have the physique, uh -huh. you have the fitness, you have the bikini. Yeah. It's beautiful. I know you have uh, Ferrigno Fit. I get that. Yeah. You keep yourself. Are you ever going to stop and just relax? And No, you'll just always. I'm filming my new TV series, <laughs> July 9th. It's called Pump. You're going to love it. It's going to be on Discovery Channel. It's like the celebrity apprentice of fitness and bodybuilding. Mm. So this time, I, I get to sit in the Donald Trump chair. I get to be like Donald Trump. What was Donald Trump like in Celebrity Apprentice? Uh, Lou was on with uh, the one with Dee Snyder and Lisa Lampanelli. Yeah, uh, yeah. There was a lot of different people on that. Donald was good to me because I raised $100,000 for my charity. That's Muscle Dystrophy and ALS. Wow. Yeah, I made some good friends on the show. The show was tough. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was tough for all of us. Very emotional, it seems. Yeah, nobody wants to get fired, even though it's a game, but you can't help but to take a person. Right. Competitive. Because there's pride involved. You don't want to tell somebody you're not good enough. You don't want anybody exactly. to tell you you're not good enough. Exactly. It's like you and I on this, uh, we're working together. Right. And I have to think it back on my head to find faults in you for the reason why I want to have you fired. Because right. Because every time you go mm -hmm. to the boardroom, you have to have two names and two people that need to be fired. Mm. Right. It's like, it's like being a rat. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> what it is. And Donald being the loose cannon right. coming to the room, you're fired. And when you're an Italian <laughs> from Brooklyn, being a rat isn't really in your DNA. I know. <laughs> and how are you and Lisa Lampanelli? Have you ever seen her since the show, or was that a one-time thing? No, These it's, guys it's, had a little bit a of a game. fight on I the mean, show. Uh, she, she could be mean. Yeah, yeah, she could be mean, yeah. She's the queen of mean. You're right. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but that's what they want on the show. They want that kind of uh, sure. the, the flavor. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I had a good time, everybody. Lou Ferrigno, thank you for being here. You're welcome. Uh, Thanks back for having to the me. country outside Brooklyn. You got it. Thank, thank, you. You. thank you. And that was our uh, time with Lou. It was a lot of fun. Hey, Lou, before you go, do you remember some bratty 12-year-old kid at a gym in Sarasota? <laughs> you wouldn't... He was a dick. <laughs> Lou! Was a nah, he's gone, guy. I saw dick. him. That's right. I heard him. He just said... <laughs> So there you go. I mean, a nice guy. We, we had great experience with him and a lot of fun looking back at all the things he's done in his career. And 66, he's still doing. Really cool. So there you go. Lou Ferrigno on the bone. Real Raw Radio. Roger and GP on 102.5.